Welcome back to the TBFFL podcast. Week three is in the books, and we are here to talk about it. Uh, you know, a lot happened. I kind of want to put it in the past the same way you put week two in the past. <laughs> I'm not having a good time. Fantasy teams struggled a lot. Uh, I don't want to talk about the poverty franchise that is the Broncos. I've never been more embarrassed in my life. Um, but it'll come up a lot throughout the podcast. <laughs> but Yeah, we might be bringing it up. That's all right. <laughs> it's hard to not bring up the team that gave up 70 points. Yeah, And 70 points mean there were a whole lot of fantasy points scored. And yeah, unlike last week, I had a pretty good week in fantasy. I won in a couple of my leagues. Uh, DFS lineups did good. The Lions yeah, won. Really good. So it was it was good. And yeah, sorry about the Broncos, but yeah, it's looking yeah. a little dire over it's there. Okay. It's been eight years of mediocrity, and this is just an all-time low, but whatever. <laughs> we, we move on. But also Baylor football sucked too, which made this weekend double negative. Ugh. Yeah, that was not great. That was. Not I was great. at the game. It was not great. Yeah, I know. I know. You had great seats. I was all excited. We got you know the student section looked hype. Everything was fun, and then we just forgot how to play. So yeah, it is what he it puts is, the U in Ewers. Ew. But he's also good. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to NFL football. Um, yeah, a lot of things happened. The biggest talking points, of course. Um, the Dolphins' historic victory over my Broncos, unfortunately, um, as well as honestly, that was a, that was about it. Other than maybe like Taylor Swift being at the the Chiefs game, that was like yeah, uh-huh. the second biggest talking point. My entire like Twitter feed was Broncos Dolphins, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and that one meme of was it Kevin James? Yep, the Kevin James yeah, meme yeah, is, yeah, uh-huh. is popping off right now. It, it was just mm-hmm. those three things like over and over and over again. And eventually I was, yeah, just kind of like, okay, enough of that for today. <laughs> yeah. The uh, one thing that's pretty wild to talk about with with regards to the Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, the fact Mike McDaniel, is it Daniels or Daniel? I never know. Mike McDaniel, singular, I think. I yeah. think he's singular. Yeah. But about him not kicking the field goal to tie yeah. the record. I know. He chose to just score just 70. Just 70. He didn't feel like it. And... He the other fact decency. that both running backs for the Dolphins scored four touchdowns is yeah. absurd. Absurd. I mean, Raheem like, Moster and Devon Achan. Achan? Achan, I think is what he wants. Achan. <laughs> well, doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but I'll resp- he, hey, he earned the right to tell the world how to pronounce his name, I guess, you know? Oh, for sure. <laughs> he's he's looks like a stud. I mean, it was kind of weird. Like, I mean, obviously all the Dolphins scored a lot of points, but... Like, if you look at, like, Tua and Tyreek's stat lines, they look like pretty normal, not normal, but, like, good games for them, but nothing, like, crazy. And then you look at, like... Tyreek way underperformed for yeah, how many points they scored. given what they did. Yeah, he had that one touchdown at the very beginning, and then after that, he was kind of quiet. Like, I mean, by mm-hmm. his standards. And then, like, Tua played well, but they were able to just hand the ball off and let the boys run, and that was, like, it. So, yeah, Dolphins running backs. There were... Yeah, I think... So... You know how Red Zone does that, uh, like, touchdown montage at the end of the day? Um, yeah. There were 58 total touchdowns scored uh, during the, the seven hours, um, and 12 of them came from, from that game. Two by the Broncos, yeah, 10 by wild. the Dolphins. <laughs> so, uh, absolutely absurd. They also did, I don't know if you saw the, the top five plays. You know how they do that? Top five plays of the day? Uh-huh. The first, or number five, was the Marvin Mims 99-yard return for a touchdown. And then the top four were all Dolphins plays. <laughs> so they just yeah, did five that's crazy. Just all game. from that game. Yeah, I feel like they felt obligated to throw the Mims touchdown there at, like, number five just because they knew it was going to be four Dolphins touchdowns after that. So they were like, we don't want to do five Dolphins touchdowns, even though there were plenty to choose from. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, wild week. Uh, yeah, and along with a wild week, we also have some sad news, and that is Very, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. So if you want to run yeah. through kind of the list. I'll do my, my speed speed run of injuries. Obviously, the big one, um, Mike Will, torn ACL out for the year. Hate to see it. I, I feel like he just, I don't know. This felt like it was going to be, he was on his way to our big year. Keenan Allen was killing it, too. Like, Herbert is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, it was just a bummer to see. I mean, he, even in that game alone, he already had, like, what, seven catches for 121 or something like that and a touchdown? Yeah, I think he had 121 yards and a touchdown. So he yeah. still put up points for your team. So his last Did. gift to fantasy this yeah. year was went, going off. Went out with a bang for sure. But, yeah, hope he, he gets well. I, I heard his timeline is to be, like, ready for, you know, next off season or, like, you know, training camp yeah. and stuff. So just your standard torn ACL, um, bummer. But, but uh, kind of... On another note, um, Nick Chubb miraculously only tore his MCL. There was no dislocation, no... I mean, the way his knee bent at, like, a 90-degree angle, I am flabbergasted that that's all it was. So... Yeah, that's wild. Like, he can totally come back from that. He's, like, kind of getting up there a little bit in age, but, like, he's come back from a bad knee injury before and turned into the best running back in the NFL, so... People were saying, you know, with the severeness of his injury, his career might be over, but I think, like, he's going to come back and potentially, maybe he won't be quite himself, but it's still, it was great to hear that it wasn't as serious as it looked. Um, yeah, because it looked, looked pretty bad. Yeah. And then got a bunch of just, like, I don't know, QB-related injuries, I guess. Derek Carr went down, AC joint sprain. He's doubtful for next week. Um, so probably going to be Jameis back in there again, uh, who looked all right against the Buccaneers. Yeah, right. Oh, that could be fun, actually. Um, very interesting. But yeah, so he's doubtful. Jimmy G got concussed. Also probably not going to play. We'll have to kind of wait and see. Um, Gus Edwards. That'll probably be Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, which, uh, you know, (laughs) maybe not great not, probably not great but you know whatever um maybe they'll feed josh jacobs finally that would be nice i would appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> um gus edwards got concussed he's doubtful that ravens running back room is still kind of a mystery feels like no matter what they do they're still sending like rashad bateman melvin gordon and like other guys that are just kind of mid out there you know even though they have talent like zay flowers and you know could potentially get more out of like justice hill um yeah it's just it's weird the ravens are kind of a weird team right now to me but um anthony richardson i don't think i haven't heard any news today when i wrote down my notes he's still questionable for this week i have to believe he's trending toward playing i think but um i would think so because i know he was at least questionable i think up until saturday of this week um so hopefully he'll be back next week yeah, and then we got a duo of Packers players that both did not play with Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, both with hamstring injuries. The practice, the practice, the Packers didn't practice yesterday, um, but Christian Watson was asked today whether he thought he'd be good to go, and he he told the media yes. So they're both listed as questionable, but I kind of expect Watson to be back, um, which is good for Jordan Love, um, bad for your Lions, perhaps. Um, but, but I'm, that's going to be a great Thursday night football game real quick. little tangent. I'm excited for that game. Oh, it's going to be a really fun one. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the past couple of weeks I've been like, yeah, whatever. Especially last week, the Giants Niners, it was like, okay, this is not going to be competitive. And it wasn't, but like Lions Packers, is it, is that Ford or in Lambeau? I think it's in Lambeau. I'm okay. not positive about that, but I think it is. I was thinking and... it would be because Lions played back to back home games. Right. I think with Seahawks mm-hmm. and Falcons. So. Um, yeah, and yeah. it'll be a fun narrative with Lions um, knocking the Packers out of the playoffs last year. Yeah, in Lambeau. So. Yes. Okay. Cool. That'll that's gonna be a great game. I'm looking forward to that. I'm still uh, I'm, my QB situation. You'll get to that later. But yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, other real quick ones. A lot of a lot more questionables. Uh, Eckler's still questionable. I don't think he's gonna play because they have a bye week next week. Um, but, you know, that doesn't matter. He's my guy anyway. <laughs> Bryce Young, also questionable. Still, we don't we haven't gotten an update there. Um, Debo apparently had, like, a rib contusion on that big hit he took on Thursday. Um, he's questionable. David Montgomery, still questionable, I believe. Saquon Barkley, still mm-hmm. questionable. But they don't play till Monday. So I've heard talk that maybe he'll be able to come back by then. Um but I, I'm not entirely sure. It's a, I think it's a winnable game against Seattle, so we'll see yeah. what they do there. Um, Jalen Waddle's still concussed. He's questionable, but I imagine he'll probably be back, unless barring a setback. And then another big one, that big sigh of relief for Mahomes' owners out there. He had kind of that scary little ankle sprain, and they eventually pulled him kind of what I thought was a little early, but you know, obviously they had that game in control. 
Um, but he will play. He's just saying his mobility might be a little bit limited. But limited mobility for Patrick Mahomes is still better than over half the league. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, but, yeah, that does it. That's your injury report rundown. Um, yeah, lots lots of injuries, but lots of minor injuries that we're hoping mm-hmm. are back to normal by the end yeah. of this week. So that would be great. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's now time for one of your favorite parts of the week. They're all in this podcast, but this is at least one of them. <laughs> and it's the recap of Woo-hoo. the week. And so we're going to go through it game by game. Yep. Um, and so I, I had one that I wanted to start with first, and it is Alex's All-Americans versus Lights Camera Jackson. And Alex took home the gold, making giving him his first 3-0 and start. He's out for blood, In the history man. of this league. <laughs> yeah, crazy. And... He, he won 111.8 to 98.88. So pretty close, not too close. Um, neither super high scoring team. Um, but this was a, a, like, it really was a QB battle with um, Zach having Lamar. He had 28.18 points versus Justin mm. Herbert with 29.3. So they were pretty much dead even right there. And those are two of the highest quarterbacks on the week. On the week. I think potentially the two highest, unless Kirk was there so. too. And two of them might, wait, oh, wait. Wait, yeah, two of them also be close. up there, but I don't, I don't think quite. But yeah, Kirk was also. I think he was twenty five. So I think it probably was. No one, I don't think anyone got over thirty, to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, so and so there was a couple of studs on Alex's team that um, just really put up big numbers. It was kind of shocking with his running backs that James Conner was the one that balled out this Bruh. week. He had eighteen point six points against the Cowboys. Yeah, and. Sorry, Cowboys fans, but Dude, what are you? What happened? What is your team doing? <laughs> I have no clue how that oh, happened. Man. Cardinals are everyone thought they were tanking, but really? Josh Dobbs is balling out, and they might Cowboys take their first yeah. loss of the season. So sorry for the tangent, but James Conner went crazy, mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry didn't show up. He had two points, and he only okay. had um, eleven attempts for twenty rushing yards. I know yeah. you're going to talk about him a little bit more yeah. later, so I'll, that's all I'll say for now. But Derrick Henry was a little bit rough for Alex, and Alex also went with the double tight end strategy, which is an mm. interesting gamble. Um, starting Zach Ertz and Darren Waller didn't go great. Darren Waller <laughs> had three point five, and Zach Ertz had one point six. So, um, it he played the tight end in the flex and, um. But the biggest thing I think it came down, Zach had a lot of mediocrity this week and not a ton of like mega studs putting up big points. And so he had five players between six and nine and a half points. Hmm. And so that's a lot of players that are having like fine and okay games, but McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb, Kyle Pitts, DJ Moore, and George Pickens all had between six and nine and a half points. And so I think that's um, really what did it for Zach. But it was pretty close coming down to Monday night. Zach was up by 12 points. Um, but Alex's studs showed up. And Zach's had Joe Mixon. He tried his hardest, but couldn't keep up with Evans, who had 14.5 points, and A.J. Brown, who had 17.6. Um, Chris Godwin had 6.7. He's had a bit of a rough start. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's playing the slot. Or no, he's playing out wide more mm-hmm. um, he than he has. And that's getting him less targets. Yeah. Um, so Chris Godwin's going to be interesting to follow and see if Baker starts targeting him a little bit more. But Zach took down, um, yeah, and Zach beat, or I mean, sorry, Alex beat Zach. And I'll pass it off to you for the next game. Yeah. Well, for for my first game I'm going to talk about here, it was one of our two big blowouts of the week. There were a lot of not super close games and one very close game this week. Um, mm-hmm. But this was one of the blowouts. Uh, it was HLP 525 versus Chubby Cousins. Or sorry, just Chubby Cousins. Again, we always say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Hunter versus July. Uh, more more or less, it was July versus the Miami Dolphins. Um, yep. And Hunter is really looking like a genius for drafting all these Dolphins. I remember being very questionable of it when it happened. I was like, I guess if there is a receiving core that you want both guys. I mean, he didn't. He didn't even need Jalen Waddle this week to score nearly yeah. 150 points, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Raheem the Dream with 41.7 is ridiculous. That rushing attack, as we talked about before, crazy. And then Tyreek still put up 26.2, which, um, 
you know, we talked about that's just kind of like a good game for Tyreek. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, the biggest shocker to me is Zach Moss on back to back weeks. Um, but like 21.5 this week blew my mind. I mean, the conditions in that Baltimore Colts game um, weren't fantastic. There was like that tropical storm yeah. going through. Um, and so I kind of figured they'd run the ball, but he, he played really well. And kind of looking like if the Colts are serious about shipping off Jonathan Taylor, um, they might still be in good hands with Zach Moss. Like, he looks very solid yeah. through the first few weeks he looks here. looks great. Um, that he's played. I don't think he played week one. So, um, but these past two weeks, he looks great. So, and then with he, Richardson coming back. Yeah, what, what were you going to say? Yeah, Zach Moss broke his arm like a month before the yeah. season started. And so that's why he was out. That. Yeah. Um, but once he came back, he's looked great. And as long as he can stay healthy, because that's been an yeah. issue for him in the past, then I think he's looking like a steal off the waiver wire. real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, other than that, for Hunter, a uh, quiet day at the flex position. Didn't really matter. But Dalton Schultz, he, st- he also started a, a second tight end. Didn't really work out. 1.4 for him. And Brian Robinson regressed a little bit um, from his his crazy usage in previous weeks with only seven points, but they were getting uh, absolutely destroyed by the Bills, so it kind of makes sense. Um, and I think you might talk about that a little bit more later too, Luke, right? I will. Yeah. So, yes. Um, but, yeah, as far as July, uh, he's definitely fighting an uphill battle. It, it His team looks so promising going into the season. I was very excited for him, but things are not looking the best right now. Uh, Kirko is still QB1. He scored 25.68. Um but uh, another kind of, I just noticed this, like, as I was almost done writing my notes for this game, um, both quarterbacks scored exactly 25.68 points. Like, they were oh, dead even. Wow. So that's really, so who did, I, I don't who's yeah, Hunter's quarterback? Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, so Mahomes and Kirk yeah, had fun. the exact same amount of points, which is kind of weird. Um, just kind of a fun little fact. But yeah. uh, Madison finally had a decent day for, for July with 15 but I remember watching like bits from that game and just he was dropping passes. His yards after contact didn't look great. Um, I think he just kind of saved the day with a touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. so, and he had two, like, basically he fumbled it. And yes. they were both called back and said they weren't fumbles, even though yeah. they clearly were fumbles. So. Oh, for sure. The one yeah. especially was absurd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he definitely he got out scot-free somehow. But, yeah. Uh, July, at least your starting receivers look good. Uh, Amonra with 15 and Amari with 21.1. Uh, Drake London had an R dud, as might be the case, just with the Falcons offense. He only scored four. Um, and then two eggs of the goose variety. Uh, you started Aaron Jones, who ended up not playing, which is a bummer. And then Isaiah Hodgins might as well not have played because he also scored zero and didn't do anything with that Giants offense. Um, and... I, I feel for him with his uh defense through three weeks. You had July had the Broncos the previous two weeks and they it came I knew that our defense was abysmal. Um I didn't think we'd, you know, allow seventy points this week, but I think it finally came to the limelight that now everyone knows they suck. Um but at least <laughs> at least I, I don't even know what the Broncos defense scored this week. Do you do you, did you happen to see that? I should have looked. Because I, I didn't. Thank that, goodness July oof. didn't start them for a third week. I just, but either way, the Jags got a negative four bad. points against the Texans of all teams. So it seemed like a logical start, but they somehow the Jags defense looks really bad too. Is kind of the conclusion I came to. Um, yeah, so. they had two fancy points against the Dolphins. I don't know how the Broncos really. Yeah, we we might have had. I don't know. I don't know if we ever got to Tua, but maybe we had. Do we have a pick or? Oh, you had a return touchdown. It was the. That's what. The oh, the special so teams. Right, like right, right, right. Marvin Mims. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that I forgot that that can save you. So yeah, it should have been, yeah, negative four. So actually, about the same as the Jags. So either way, um, July is in the market for a new defense <laughs> again, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's all I got for that game. Yeah, and I will talk about the other blowout. This one was still, um, honestly, had some good players on both sides, mm-hmm. and that was Stanky Legs versus What a Mess. And Jacob takes down Hayden with dropping 155.04 um, to Hayden's 107.52. So still not a bad day for Hayden. And they had some, some like, 
mega blow-up players on either side, and four players on both sides had over 14 points. So that feels pretty solid wow. from both ends. Yeah, yeah and Hayden had uh, McCaffrey, who had 20.4, pretty average day for McCaffrey. That's what he does. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco had a good day as well with 14.8 points, and Mike Williams had 21.6 it's so sad that he's out for the season. He yeah, was on man. his way to Ballin'. a pretty big game and a great season. Yeah, Justin Herbert. I know you said it earlier. Justin Herbert's looking great. Yeah. And, yeah, this, this game he had seven catches for 121 yards and one touchdown. Um, Hayden does have Christian Watson on his bench. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, he'll be back this week and they can kind of do a one-for-one swap. Yep. Both big receivers that are very explosive and can score a lot of touchdowns. So, could be could be good timing for that injury. Hopefully, Christian Watson's back. Mm-hmm. And but Hayden, while he had um, all of those players do well, he had a lot of disappointment from the rest of his team. With T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst, Brandon Cooks, and Rashid Shahid combined for seven point seven points. Yeah, and so that's really what did it. I think just not having consistency with the rest of the lineup. T. Higgins, dude, has, <laughs> so bad. He had two two catches with eight targets, and he had a game with eight targets and zero catches. Yeah. And he's had some really bad drops, too, especially in that game last night. Yeah. Yeah, I know he was taken out for cramps uh, towards the end of the game, so that could be something to do with it. They are playing the Titans this week, so he should smash this week, but he's looked a little rough. Yeah. Um, Also for Hayden on the bench, Swift is looking like a great pick. I was so skeptical about him, but... 14.3 14.3 points, was, yeah. so solid game on the bench, and he could be a great flex play um, coming up. Mm-hmm. But now we got to talk about Jacob with yeah. 155 <laughs> points, and his team went nuts. Ball. It, Ken Walker <laughs> had 29.1 points, also maybe a steal of the draft pick, and Justin Jefferson with 24.4. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson's doing his thing. He's just catching so many yep. passes. Finally got that touchdown um, this week. You knew it was coming. Um Yep. Yeah, he's they're going to feed him like crazy. Although, one, real quick, I want to say one thing. Do you see that? I mean, it might not happen anymore, but there was that rumor that the Jets were maybe interested in trading for Kirk. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, which makes a lot of sense because the Vikings are clear. They didn't resign him. They're clearly wanting to go the other way. Now they're 0-3, so it's like maybe they just tank and get like Caleb Williams or, you know, one of the really good quarterbacks in this draft. Um, but that would, that would ruin Justin Jefferson, and I'm worried because I have him in – my team looks a lot like Jacobs does in my other league. Like, I have Kenneth Walker. I think he has Ramondre. I have Ramondre. Um, we both have Jefferson. <laughs> it's it's weird. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. That yeah, I'm a little worried, bit. too. Yeah. But I did I did see the Jets sign Trevor mm-hmm. Simeon today. Which, nice. So, that <laughs> would be a sign against Kirk. But, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Trevor Simeon. Probably better than Zach um, Wilson, to be honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Most people are. Yeah. Um, but the craziest part of Jacob's team was the special teams, which yeah. the Bills defense went crazy. They yes. had 32 points, five turnovers, and one touchdown, mm-hmm. which is pretty absurd. One of the best defensive performances of all time. And uh, Evan McMoney, Evan McPherson, had 17 points, really solid day. I think that kind of took advantage of Joe Burrow struggling a little yeah. bit, a not being able goals. to get many touchdowns. And so, yeah, he had, I think, five field goals. Yeah. Um, so a really solid day. Rough days from A.J. Dillon and Hunter Henry. Um, A.J. Dillon is yeah. just not it. He Surprising. had the perfect opportunity with Aaron Jones out. He looks great. The dude is big, but he just mm-hmm. hasn't been able to get it done. So I think it's Aaron Jones' time once he comes back. For sure. Um, one other fun note on this game is that Jacob's bench went crazy, too. Yeah. Um, Adam Th- he had Adam Thielen on the bench with 26 points. Cortland Sutton had 15.1. And these players didn't have great games, but he also had Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, and Dallas Goddard on the bench, too. That bench is stacked. That's like, those are starting yeah. caliber players for some teams. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah very sure. interesting how that ended up. I feel like Adam Thielen really was probably the biggest beneficiary from Andy Dalton. Like, that just made too much sense, right? Like, you know, oh, yeah. old washed Andy Dalton throwing to old washed Adam Thielen. Like, it just, it added up. You know, and yeah. that's that Seattle secondary is not great. Definitely a big step down from last year. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Kind yeah, of pretty wild. So yeah, Jacob Jacob's team dropped the high score of the week, and Hayden did Ooh. well, but not that good. Yep, not good enough. Ha ha. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, the next one I have the honor of talking about is 
by far the closest game of the week, possibly one of the biggest thrillers of the, the year. Not like crazy high scoring, but neck and neck uh, throughout the game, but particularly going into Monday Night Football. We have Meta Chris versus The Flock, Chris versus Shep. Uh, final score was Shep came out on top 122.76 to 119.16. So about a three, three point difference there. Um, it all came down to Monday night football with the Rams wide receivers. Um, Shep had Tutu and Chris had Puka. Um, and looking at that, you probably, yeah, I, I was more likely to think, oh, Puka's going to go off. It's probably going to be his, yeah. his game. Right. Um, but they held him in check. It's like the Bengals said, what if we you know, actually guarded Puka and Kyron Williams and didn't let them go crazy. Like, that would be a concept. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 49ers and Seahawks taking notes. <laughs> but, yeah, just kind of wild how that worked. Uh, it did go back and forth multiple times in that, that final drive of the game um, that uh, Chris sent in the group chat. They were tied going into that final drive. It was coming down to that. First Tutu made a grab, uh, just a shorter one. Then Puka had a massive catch, and I was like, oh, that might be it. Um, but then Tutu ended up getting that touchdown that, you know, didn't matter for the Rams because they didn't get the onside kick, but it did matter for Shep, and it won him the game. Um, So, yeah, very solid performance all around by both teams. You both look good, um, but someone had to come out on top. Uh, Chris was led by Tay Adams, Devontae Adams. He balled uh, like crazy good. I was not expecting that whatsoever from him. And the the Raiders struggled like that they, they didn't look good mm-hmm. offensively he somehow finished with 35.7 points like one of the higher scores on the week blew my mind he was their offense mm-hmm. yeah yeah he was the entire you're right um but yeah his, chris's second highest scorer was tyler bass his kicker with 15 um so that's not what you want to look for necessarily <laughs> um puka came back down to earth with less than 10 he had 9.7 like i said they held him in check uh, he started four running backs, two in the slots and two in his flex. Uh, and Miles Sanders was the only one who performed pretty well with 14.7. His other guys, pretty big names, Najee, Bijan, and um, Rashad White, only combined for 20.2 points uh, between the three of them. So that's not oh, well. great. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you couldn't have known, but benching uh, Deshaun Watson this week ended up being the wrong call. But you know, it made sense to start Dak against the Cardinals. I totally respect, and the way Watson has been playing, like, totally understand it. But he ended up putting up 21.16. He actually looked pretty solid. Um, but Dak had a, a measly 14.3. Um, the Cowboys struggled against the Cardinals. Again, talked about that already, but, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind, of, kind of funny. Yep. Um, but, yeah, uh, for Shep, his piece of the Dolphins machine paid off. He had Tua with 28.36, who's now the QB3 on the year, which is pretty solid. Uh, so great, great call to bench Justin Fields. Uh, that bears the whole team, but particularly the offense is a cluster and should be avoided at all costs, in my opinion. And that's coming from someone who probably has to start DJ Moore again this week. But they're playing Denver, so hey, who knows? <laughs> yeah, like maybe, maybe something will happen. Uh, but... Double-digit performances from many of Shep's players, including Pollard, ETN, Tutu, and, of course, Travis Kelsey, who the moment they showed Taylor Swift at that game, I was like, oh, I wanted to go bet, like, Kelsey three touchdowns. He's about to have, <laughs> like, a legacy game. I mean, not that he needs a legacy game. He's already, you know, one of the best to ever do it. But mm-hmm. I just, it, I was like, oh, come on. This is going to be ridiculous. Um, it, it, My favorite tweet that I saw, obviously, there were tons, like I was saying, but my favorite one that I saw is um, that scenario felt like when you tell your friends that uh, there's this hot girl from another high school and she's going to come to the dance and you're going to dance with her. And they're like, uh-huh, yeah, right, buddy. Um, and then she actually shows up. <laughs> and uh-huh. that happened with Kelsey. And, like, the reaction of all his teammates. I saw today, I saw, like, all the sideline like sideline reactions and, like, Mahomes, like, waving up to her in the box is so funny. Um Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And she was with his mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, Crazy. Yeah, it was, it was wild. But, um, yeah, Shep's worst performer was his super high-drafted kicker, Daniel Carlson, Carlson with four points. Um, but that's not a bad thing when your kicker is your lowest scorer and the rest of your team does really well. So, yeah, no notes. Good good game there yeah. by both teams. Um, well done, everybody. It was an exciting one to follow. 
For sure. Um, and so I'm going to go down to another one that also came down to Monday Night Football. Would have taken a lot for it to <laughs> change, but it is Papa Smurf versus High Cupside, a.k.a. Mm. your team. Um, and <laughs> sorry to say it, that Papa Smurf took the victory 121.04 to 26 or 96.28. Um, and yeah, it did come down to Monday Night Football. You had Kyron Williams left and... Um, he needed about 30 points to win, yes. which is doable for him, but probably wouldn't happen. Yeah. He did play 100% of their snaps, though. He did. So he was on the field. He was getting work. But, yeah, like you said earlier, the Bengals just said, hey, he's he's kind of their guy, so let's stop him. And they did. Yeah, they did. Um, honestly, these were two teams that kind of, like, mirrored each other a little bit with some solid yeah. receiver and tight end play on both sides, uh, but some disappointing QBs and RBs. And so Reed's uh, wide receivers gave him the victory. He had Diggs with 15.1 points, Olave with 14.4, and Debo with 22.1. That's a really fun squad to watch each week. I kind yeah. of wanted all of those players um, during <laughs> draft season, and they just all feel really solid. And it's such a good score. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're a lot of fun. And I think there's some positive regression coming for Olave. He's had a good season so far, but mm-hmm. he... Um, has the most yards of any wide receiver that hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Yeah, that's wild. And so touchdowns are coming, and he's got Jameis this week, which <laughs> is probably not great for the Saints, but it's yeah. pretty good for Chris Olave. Yeah, they look good on that last drive, like where they missed the field goal. They were driving to kind of take the lead back from the Packers after they drove back. Olave had a lot of catches on that drive in particular, and Jameis was targeting them a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jameis, I think I think we'll sling it downfield, and I, that'll be good for Olave. Mm-hmm. And Griffin, you had good receivers as well. DK put up Thanks. another solid performance, 14.2 points. Uh, mm-hmm. Judy looked all right against the Dolphins. Um, and mm-hmm. I think your um, waiver wire pick of Sam Laporta <laughs> is amazing. He's legit. He could be a top five tight end at the end of the year. Um, he had 18.4 points and was your highest scorer um, mm-hmm. on the week, which is great. I think the thing that really cost you this week was Daniel Jones. It was. And he's had a rough season. He had a rough day, 3.98 points. Um, the 49ers just swallowed him up. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't run. They don't have – the 49ers blocked his favorite weapon, which was Darren mm-hmm. Waller. Um, and just so you know, if it makes you feel better, even starting Jordan Love – it would have been closer, but you I know, still would have lost. Yeah. So. I, it would have felt felt better, I think. But, well, I don't know. I went into last night's game being like, there's no way I win this, so I guess I don't really care. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't, whereas I would have probably had more hope, like that, and I would have been more pissed that Kyron wasn't doing well, you know? Because he, he, yeah, it would have been fair. very winnable, and I would have been like, oh, if he scores like 10 to 15, I got this, you know? And then that didn't happen. So I'm almost like kind of glad it happened the way it did, but yeah. yeah. Might... And so I do have to ask. Is it Jordan Love time this year I'm, or this I'm, week? I keep uh, all day. I've gone back and forth, and it sucks. I have to figure it out by Thursday because the Packers and Lions mm-hmm. game. I don't know. I mean, like, Love is QB four. You look at that, and it's like, how? Like, why would I not? Um, I might. I'm. I'm almost gonna put it in the hands of like Christian Watson and Aaron Jones. Yeah. Like if if they're mm-hmm. back, I think I just I can't. I can't fumble the bag and not start him again. You know, like he's he put up over 20 points all three weeks. How can I not start him when Jones is a mystery? We don't know what we're going to get. Saquon might not be back Monday. That O-line looks horrendous, even though they're playing Seattle and they have the 31st worst pass defense in the league. I'm like, I, I just can't. I don't think I can take the risk. I, I don't know. So yeah. I'm leaning Jordan Love. I think I have Daniel Jones in there right now. Um, but... We'll see. Could be a game time decision come Thursday. Um, yeah, it's a it's a tough decision. It, it they could be close. Yeah. Um, and the last couple notes on this game, it was pretty solid special teams on both sides. Jake Moody performed again, dropped twelve points, but yeah. Reed's special teams went off. Jason Myers had seventeen points and five field goals, <laughs> and um, it's it was I thought it was kind of interesting where uh, Jason Myers basically made up for. Reed's QB play where yeah. Gino only had 15 points because he only threw one touchdown but that meant that Jason My- they drove down the field Jason Myers kicked a field goal and so I think it was a good call to kind of 
hedge your bet with having the kicker and QB on the same team because if one doesn't do well, then the other one can. And then, yeah. sorry, but again, with the Cowboys' defense? That felt man, like my lock of the was, week. <laughs> yeah, the lock of the week, but um wasn't yeah. great. And so, I know. there we go. That is how Reed took down a bit of high cup side. A bit of high cup side. We're, our high cup side is fleeting. Um, I do have to say that I'm I'm worried even further about the Cowboys' defense now because they play New England this week, so not worried about that so much, easy start. But after that, they got San Francisco, the Chargers, a bye week, the Rams, the Eagles. Those are So those are next four games. Yeah, that's not Niners, Niners, Chargers, Rams, Eagles, all very rolling offenses. The, the Rams came back down to earth a little bit, but... Um, I don't know. I, I might be in the market for a defense as well. Uh, I d- I'm just not not sure if I can stomach starting them those weeks. Um, but I can't yeah. I can't drop them either because if I make, you know, if I have a good record and going into playoffs, like I'm looking at their schedule right now, week 15. Oh, actually, that's not great either. If I make playoffs, week 15, 16, 17 is Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit. So, oh yeah, that's not good. That's scary. Yeah, Cowboys' schedule is hard. I, I'm like realizing mm-hmm. it now. They started off with poverty teams like the Giants, Cardinals, which didn't work, and they played the Jets when you know without Aaron Rodgers. Um, so easy for them to start off strong, but now I'm now I'm a little scared. Uh, so yeah, they got a tough situation schedule. to monitor as well. Um, but yeah, I guess let's talk about the last game of the week. And it's you, and you got a win! Woo! Finally, yeah, finally got congratulations. Puss and Cleats versus the Bean Team. Uh, you won it 130.52 to 101.88 for Luca. Um, very solid performance, courtesy of your stud wide receivers showing up to play uh, while the struggles continue for the Bean and his team. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Keenan Allen's him. That has been established. Uh, silence the doubters, including myself. I was a bit low on him this year. I mean, a lot. Everyone was low compared to what he's doing now. But like, I was yeah. lower than average, I'd say. And the massively surprising wide receiver too, behind only Tyreek Hill and only behind by three points, I think. Um, yeah. So great pick there. Uh, and Herbert is QB two, which kind of explains that, obviously, as we talked about before. Um, and the stock market is finally booming with 20.1. <laughs> so good, good to see that. I bet that made you happy, right? Oh yeah. It was, it was fun to see him get hyper targeted. He, oh, he yeah. needed it. And I think, yeah. yeah, that's, that's what they have to do to win. Just yeah. give him the ball every time. Yeah. I mean, both all, that yesterday's game between the Bengals and Rams was admittedly very boring in my opinion, mm-hmm. until the Bengals finally started getting it together. And I think what they started doing, and they mentioned it in the broadcast, they moved Jamar all over the field so that the Rams just, like, didn't, like, it was a different person covering him or they were, like, he was running against different schemes in different places. And that worked really well. Like, they were, and then T was obviously struggling. So they were able to just, Burrow could just, like, sling it to him every single time and he'd catch it. And it was like, yeah. that's that's what you expect from the Bengals. That's what you expect from Jamar Chase. So, um <laughs> More of that, please, for, for your sake. Uh, unless we're playing each yes, other, in which case, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, other than that, some kind of like eh, performances from the rest of the team didn't really. Yeah, obviously, they put up enough to win. Um, the the Jags struggled against the Texans in Duval County as they often do. Um, mm-hmm. Trev with fourteen point three six is like okay. Ridley with 5.5 is not great, so neither of those guys can really take credit for your win. Um, but they did enough to get the job done. Uh, yeah. Pretty okay performances from your skill positions with Jameer Gibbs, Say Flowers, um, and James Cook, with all all within that 8 to 12 point range. That's good to see. Um, and I told you before, but Tank Dell is was a great pickup last week. Incredible work on that getting him after waivers had processed. He has the chance to become the wide receiver one in the offense. Um, I think Stroud likes him a lot. He's getting a crazy amount of looks. He's clearly very talented. Um, I think Nico Collins is still a very good receiver. They're going to be a great duo. Um, So having one of those guys is great. So both these teams, ironically, have you have (laughs) Dell and Luca has Nico. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, 
but I was glad to pick him up. Yes, yeah, that I was. was I'm regretting not picking him up because I I thought about it as I saw him sitting there after waiter's process, and I told you before I I just couldn't get myself to. I was like I don't I don't need him. It's fine. Um, but I should have. So well done there. <laughs> um, continued struggles for you at the tight end position. I think was this your first week with Chigo Conquo? Did you pick him up this week? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not what you wanted. The Titans as a whole struggled. Um, you can say or you can withhold the information. Are you going to go with him going forward or are you going to try to do something different? I don't think so. I am looking to maybe get a different tight end. Shigakonkwo, I was excited for him, but Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill just hasn't had a great season. DeAndre Hopkins is the main target. And so... And I just think the Titans are going to be bad. And so I wanted to give him at least a shot because he is a young, explosive pass catcher, but probably won't stick with him this week. I've got some some things up my sleeve, and I want to see what I can do with it before the game start. If you uh, want to throw me something for David Njoku, uh, he's all yours. <laughs> now that he's I got not on Sam my list. But... <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I think Laporta is my guy going forward now. So, um, unfortunately, in be. our other league, I have Njoku, and I don't have another tight end. So, um, I'm just kind of stuck. Well, I have Dalton Kincaid, but he hasn't been. I'm kind of holding on to him, waiting for him to do something, too. So, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. The rest of my team is crazy in that league. So, um, But, yeah, that's that's it for you. For Luca. Uh, the 0-14 season is still alive. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Luca. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's just a meme at this point that, you know, NFL.com said you were going to go 0-14 and not the best start. Um, I want to see you turn it around really bad, just not this next week because we play each other. So after that, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> but at least your, Jerome Ford turned out to be a pretty good call, at least so far for this first week with him as the starter. Um, put up 18.1. The Browns look dominant. Um, they used him a lot. Um, so good pick up there yet to see kind of how I didn't, I didn't see a lot of Kareem hunt, but did, did you, I don't, I didn't actually look at that. Um, he got on the field a little bit, uh, okay. but yeah, I don't know about his snap percentage, what yeah. it was. I think it'll probably increase next probably week. Work so in. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. but also that was a tough defense and Jerome yeah. Ford getting two touchdowns is a good start. True. Very, yeah, very good. Um, and yeah, uh, Damien Pierce woke up a little bit. Got 13.4, scored his first touchdown, but it was against an abysmal Jags defense, so that certainly helped his efforts. Um, but maybe he can capitalize on that. The way the, the Texans' offense has been going, they're just rolling. So if they get in the right game script, maybe he can just benefit off of, you know, maybe they'll get ahead and they'll run the ball, see what happens. But he's got to stay in the game and not use these other guys, you know. So Yeah. Um, and then... This is where you struggle a little bit, Luca. Combined 16.5 points from your wide receiver one through three, I'm calling it, with Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith, and Nico Collins. That's less than ideal. Wilson, you know, we know knew the struggles were going to happen. Maybe getting Simeon helps a little bit. We don't know. Uh, Devontae Smith looked a little not himself. That, that um, The Eagles, it was weird. I felt like they completely controlled that game, but also for you, Luca. Jalen Hurts was your highest performer, 19.8, but he failed to surpass 20 in what I felt like was a very dominant effort by the Eagles. Like, I know he threw, I think he threw a pick, maybe two, um, but he, he only has three touchdowns and three interceptions through the first three weeks here. Um, I don't know. A little, he just doesn't quite look like himself. I'm sure it'll be fine, but mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just kind of weird. Um, just something I kind of noticed today. Yeah, they just aren't. Today. They just aren't willing to run up the score. And yeah. so I think Jalen Hurst doesn't like, why not? really like they don't need to push push him and so they just yeah. don't and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But um yeah, that about concludes it. So good job, good win. Um Luca, again, only up from here. Keep pushing. I believe in you. Um but yeah, that does it for our game recaps of the week. Um and now we'd like to talk about real quick our uh, players of the week. Um and I'll let you talk about your guy first, Luke. Yeah, and I got to brag a little bit, so I'm going to talk about my own No, guy. you should. Please do. Yeah. I've got to talk about Keenan Allen. Yep. He had a crazy week. He had, I think the wildest part is he had 18 receptions on 20 targets. Both of those numbers are pretty absurd. <laughs> That's wild. And he had 215 yards. 
and, and he threw a 49-yard touchdown. Because of course he did. Which is crazy. Yeah. And so he's had 39 targets over the first three weeks, which I don't know this for sure. I'm assuming that's the league high, but Puka could be tying him. But yeah, 18 receptions, pretty wild. And I'm feeling pretty happy to have him on my team. Yeah, as you should. That might be one of the biggest, probably the biggest steal of the draft. I'm I'm struggling to think of someone who would be better at this point. There's probably guys, but like, it jumps out. Uh, the guy the you're about to talk about might be. That's true, actually. And let me pivot. Um, I mentioned him earlier, but Raheem the Dream, Raheem Mostert, what a shocker. Yeah, I mean, um, a Chan. Got him. I had to think about how to say that just to make sure i said H-chan. it right yeah h-chan um the two obviously both incredible performances but i don't think i think they'll probably be like a one-two punch i think raheem is still like their guy um and yeah wow what a what a steal for hunter and his team of dolphins um that that offense is going to be just unstoppable obviously they like that might be the best game either of those two players will have for the rest of their career. Actually, it will probably be the best game. Either of those yeah, two. I, I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, it is. Um, but like, wow, just incredible through first couple of weeks here. So, um, well done on that pick, Hunter. Um, but anyway, yeah. And then let's go on to um, so our sound the alarm section. And players that were might be overreacting, but also we're a little worried about. Ooh. And so I'll let you go first with yours. Sure, yeah. Um, we mentioned it, or you mentioned it before, I think. Uh, but King Henry, Derrick Henry, possibly dethroned. I, I, he just doesn't. He doesn't look like the king. He, uh, he's the RB eighteen on the year so far, and Tajay Spears is dipping into his carries a little bit. Um, he's getting old. You knew it was kind of coming eventually. And the Titans just look, you know, bad. So that doesn't help. Um, they're definitely playing from behind a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And Tannehill is forced to throw the ball and is making mistakes. And I don't know, the regression might be coming finally for the man who was once unstoppable. So, you know, maybe he'll turn it around. He'll probably, he's, he'll probably still have some, like, crazy games this year where he just does things that are, you know, highlight real worthy. Um but point-wise, like, I don't really expect him. He might not finish, like, top 12, top 15. Um, I might be kind of bold to say. I don't I don't know. I could just – there's other – there's good – run. there's a lot of good running backs this year, guys that no one mm-hmm. really expected. And you're going to talk about one of them here who struggled a little bit this week, but I, I still have pretty high hopes for him. Yeah. Yeah, the one I want to talk about is Brian Robinson on Hunter's team, probably mm-hmm. the only – downer spot on hunter's team right now Yeah, seriously um but he only had seven points which is way down from his first two games and i think that he is just super game script dependent where he only had 10 carries this game and so the past two games were wins so he got a lot more work where they wanted to run out the clock and have him on the field more but this one they were behind from the start and always trying to catch up and so he just didn't get on the field um and that you saw this in the game against Denver as well where he played way fewer snaps in the first half when they were mm-hmm. behind but once they came back he actually got on the field a lot more a lot and, and so I think I think he's someone that will do really well when the commanders are in like a close game and so mm-hmm. you'll kind of have to try to pick if they're going to win or not the week before if you should start him but on the bright side he rushed for seven yards per carry so he had nice. 70 yeah. yards on 10 carries which is really efficient so that's at least promising for him going forward absolutely yeah i agree i I do like him still i think the game script was a big part of it this week um so hopefully bounces back not sure who the commanders play next week do you know off the top of your head um i can find out in (laughs) 30 seconds two seconds two seconds okay they played the Eagles, so oh, could be rough. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, but mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, before we conclude with our draft this week, we're gonna try out a new segment here. We have our fantasy football spelling bee. Woo! 
Uh, this was an idea that, that you came up with where we each pick a couple players here for the art person to spell. Um, the only caveat is they have to be fantasy relevant because I feel like there's a lot of tougher names on like defense for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't obviously pick any defensive players, but I just Googled like funny NFL names or like complicated NFL names and a lot of them were defensive players. And I was like, yeah. So then I just started looking at everyone's rosters and fantasy and yeah. like pick guys off of that. So um, if you want to go first and give me a name, uh, I will attempt to spell it. Yeah. Um, this one, I think, is a fun start. I don't think this player is rostered, but it definitely fantasy relevant. Okay. We're going to go with Nelson Aguilar. Ooh, okay. Well, Nelson is easier, I hope. N-E-L-S-O-N, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Aguilar. Okay. I think it's A-G-O... H L O R It is A G H O L O R. So I so swap the, the O and H. Yep. Mm-hmm. I knew there was an H in there. I, I thought it was like Ago, like G O you know, ah. Mm. That is tough. Man. <laughs> yeah, I suck at spelling too. But that I that that one that was tricky. Okay. Um Hmm, what do I want to give you? Okay, I'm going to give you this one. It is Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, yeah, this one is hard. (laughs) And I... It is I-S-I-A-H space P-A-C-H-E-C-O. Yes, sir. I tried to trick you up with the spelling of Isaiah. It's very not your traditional spelling of Isaiah. Um, Yeah, the I-S-I-A-H, is it? There's usually another A in there for, I feel like, most Mm -hmm. Isaiahs. So tricky, tricky, but good job. Well done. Point for you. Thank you. Thank you. Should we do one more each? Yeah, we'll just do one more. Okay. Um, This one, I think, is should be decently easy, but let's just go with Tua Tagovailoa. Okay. Um, well, Tua, T-U-A, space, okay, T-A-G-O-V-A-I-L-O-A. Correct. Well done. (laughs) Nice. Tua no longer turned a ball over. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, nice. Cool. Alrighty. Well done. For you to take it home here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm between a couple here. Let's go. We're going to go with Tyler Algier. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that is T-Y-L-E-R. Correct. Easy start. Okay, mm-hmm. space. Um, And then it's A L. L-G-E-I-E-R. Well done. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, the tricky, the, the double L and then the, the G-E-I-E-R. There's another player with an E-I-E. It's, uh, do you know who it is? E-I-E. In their name. Not offhand. It's uh, Pat Fryer. Fryermuth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just got, yep. Yep. F R E I E R M U T H. That was on my list, oh, okay. too. I also. Well, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to do this we again? We can save. Sometime? We can do it again. Yeah I'll, yeah. I'll save some of the other ones for you. Um, but. And that means it's Ooh. our favorite time of the week. Do you know what time it is? I know what time it is. It's pointless draft time. It's pointless, pointless draft time. Point Let's go. <laughs> All right. This one is a fun one where really it has unique. a bit of a theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they all have themes. But yeah, this one has <laughs> a, a more organization. So we're drafting a starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means we'll draft one QB, one running back, one wide receiver, and one tight end. Yep. Out of actors. Oh, the big screen. Which is exciting. You can draft them in any order. Yes and so yes and we're allowing you can yes 
reorganization. You can swap them if you need mm-hmm. to so, after your picks. Yeah, so if, like, per se, Luke drafts a guy that I wanted at wide receiver and I end up moving him to tight end or something, we can, well, upon the conclusion of our four draft picks, we will reorganize if we want and give you our final rosters and go from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you get the honor of taking the first overall actor in first pick this draft yeah i'm gonna go i had one major thought for qb and so i think that's where i'm gonna start um with i had basically one that stood out above all the rest and this qb has a lot of you know leadership that they've shown they feel like a classic all-american they just fit that quarterback vibe and you know, they're strong. They they just look like a quarterback. And I'm going to go with Chris Evans. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, for some reason, thought you were going somewhere else, but I, I like that pick. Let's see. I'm pulling up my... Okay. Um, well, oh, and then you're putting him, you're putting him at quarterback to start. Or probably sounds like going forward that just makes sense but yeah we can you know reorganize well let's see i gosh who do i i did not have him down across my mind but okay um i'm gonna hold off on quarterback for now i think and i mm, okay i i gotta do it i'm gonna put this massive man at my tight end position to start Give me Dwayne The Rock Johnson at my tight end. Yep. <laughs> That's a great pick. That was on my list. Yeah, I figured it would and... be. I, I was kind of assuming maybe you'd take him, so I feel like I had to grab him while I could. Um, but, yeah, I will take that. I might move him around. We'll see. I think he could also play running back or receiver. Um, but I like mm-hmm. him at, at tight end. Tight end. <laughs> tight end. <laughs> tight end for now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think so that's, that's a great pick. But yeah, all okay. right, all you. So that means I'm gonna go ahead and take my wide receiver or running back because mm-hmm. I can wait a little bit on my tight end. Sure. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna go with running back. Mm-hmm. And I had to look up this person's height because you know running backs are typically a little bit I shorter, did. and yeah. he's yeah. a pretty perfect running back height. He is five eleven. Okay, and yeah. he also just has a. Um, a running back name, you know, it's a strong name. It's like an, he's a fast name. It's like an engine. Mm-hmm. I got to go with Vin Diesel. <laughs> that, it, that feels like a running back's name. You're right. You're right. Like the diesel and like choo-choo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that. So yeah, we're yeah. going Vin Diesel as a running back. That makes sense. Okay. Then I'm going to wait on my running back and I'm going to go wide receiver now. Well, hmm. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, at my wide receiver, I'm going to take Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a good pick right there. <laughs> Thank you. That just, I don't know. It Actually, I didn't think of him initially. I had to, like, go to a list of actors. Cause w- wide receiver was the last position that I wrote names down for. For some reason, I was just like, mm-hmm. this doesn't, like, tight ends came super easy. Quarterbacks came really easy. Running backs were pretty easy, too. And then wide receiver, I was like, who could play wide receiver? And I don't know, I just... It made sense to me. So, yeah, Michael B. Jordan at wide receiver for your boy. Um, and back to you. Yeah, that's a great pick. I He wasn't on my list, but I wish he was. <laughs> um, I also had the same struggles with wide receiver, so I'm going to leave that position. I'm going to go ahead and take my tight end. Yeah. I'm going to – it's not honestly going to follow a pattern to my first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another oh, Avenger. I, I know what you're doing, yeah. And it's another same name, and I got to go Chris Hemsworth. That was my tight end, Mm -hmm. too. I had Dwayne and then Chris Hemsworth right below. So Mm -hmm. I kind of figured those were, like, two of the guys that would go off as, like, the bigger, like, you know, it just it made sense. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to take another... mm -hmm, uh, Nah... I got to do it. Okay. At my running back, I'm going to take Channing Tatum. He gives me Christian oh, McCaffrey yeah. vibes. I feel like mm-hmm. big, strong, white dude 
stiff arm and fools. It just <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and lock that in at running back. Okay. Okay. I like that pick. That's a good one. Um, all right. Now my last position to fill is my wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I think this one's going to be a little out there, but no? okay. I know this is someone who is very fit. They're a little bit on the shorter side, but they, I think they're going to be really fast. They're a little bit older too. Okay. Um, but I got to go with Tom Cruise. Sure. He does yeah. his own, he uh, does his own stunts. He's fast. <laughs> he's a little weird, but he'll get Wes it done. Welker looking at <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> just short little slot yeah, guy exactly. just doing his thing. Yeah, no, I I respect that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have both of my quarterback options here on the board. I think I'm going to – oh, man. Honestly, both feel like good picks, but I got to go with the guy I put at my number one spot for quarterback. Um, and it's not just because he plays – a quarterback in a movie and I feel like he'd also just be he's been through a lot he's got a lot of a lot of stuff under his belt been with a lot of different teams done a lot of different um schemes uh give me Adam Sandler at quarterback for my team. oh all right yeah. all right gonna bring that experience and lead the team well I think I hope <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with the way I have my my roster written out. So do you want to move any of your guys around, or are you good with how it is? No, I like it. I like okay. it. I can recap mine. Yeah, I go got quarterbacked by Chris Evans, mm-hmm. Mr. America, and running back Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, wide receiver one is Tom Cruise, and my tight end is Chris Hemsworth. Very nice. A good all-around squad, for sure. Um, I think Vin Diesel is my favorite of your picks. I like that a lot. <laughs> just, that makes sense. too much sense, almost. Um, for me, my my squad is being captained by Adam Sandler at quarterback. Uh, the running back is the unstoppable Channing Tatum. Um, at wide receiver, I got Michael B. Jordan mossing some fools. Um, and tight end, none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just being an absolute beast. Uh, yeah, that's a good team. Yeah, Trying to line up against Michael B. Jordan and The Rock would be yeah. hard to defend. So this thought occurred to me. If we drafted like a D-tackle, I had this guy written down actually as my number one running back and then ended up going Channing Tatum instead. Um, I feel like Jason Momoa is a D-tackle. Oh, yeah. Right, like mm-hmm. through and through, it just makes too much sense. <laughs> but I yeah, feel like I feel pick. like he'd be great at any of the bigger, like running back or tight end too. Um, yeah. So yeah, the only other one I had on my list was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's got that vibe, and he's got the like, I guess, ability to change his yeah. weight, so he could get pretty big. Mm-hmm. I could see him at quarterback too for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I also wrote down I, Ryan Reynolds was my QB2 option. And um, another Ryan, Ryan Gosling, I felt like is basically just Cooper Cup as a wide receiver. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that was also That's an good. option. So, my wide receivers ended up being, or like my options at wide receiver, I liked them a lot with Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Gosling, but ended up choosing B. Jordan. So, um, there's a B. <laughs> But uh, uh, anyway, I think that that do, that does it for episode four, five, four, five, uh, four. <laughs> four. It's so confusing. I don't know why. Podcast. I don't know why I chose to name it like this. Where week three is episode four, and yeah, <laughs> I'm living with with the choices I've made. But you know, you know, it's all right. It is it's fine. It is what it is. After the season's yeah. over, it won't matter we keep doing yeah it'll it'll yeah exactly but uh yeah thank you for joining us on this journey once again uh we had fun today we hope you did too um and best of luck to everybody going into next week um i am (laughs) yeah and hey as always sick and bears and go lions and for that reason we're out we're out sick and bears wait 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 sick and bears and a 
should have hired Rex Ryan. <laughs> so I have to say. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave the Broncos out of this for now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm just don't mention that. Yeah, Vance uh, Joseph. <laughs> okay. So everyone, have a good week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>